If you've been wishing, hoping, and dreaming about taking your business from six figures to multi-six figures or multi-six figures to seven figures, then I wanna make sure you get our new free guide, the multi-six and seven-figure scaling roadmap. Inside the guide, I pulled back the curtains and I shared all the strategies that I used and they can help you too. First, they can help you triple your monthly sales. I shared proven strategies with you that led to a 3X increase in my monthly sales. Second, I show you exactly how to crush your limiting beliefs. Say goodbye to doubts like, you can't charge that much and there aren't enough ideal clients for you too. Third, how to only work with ideal clients. I show you how to become the go-to expert and attract only the perfect clients and referrals. And finally, I show you how to quantum leap to $20,000 plus every single month. I show you exactly how to take a quantum leap from 8,000 per month, for example, to 20,000 a month. You can absolutely break through your upper limit barrier and enjoy five and six figure months every single month. Make 2024 your dream come true year by downloading your free guide today. Just click the link in the show notes below. Welcome to Quantum Revenue Expansion, where we keep you motivated, inspired, and thinking big. Up-leveling into quantum revenue is a choice that we can all make in any moment and then continue to make that choice to stay in that space each day. On this podcast, Ursula will share revenue growth strategies to reach your next level and introduce you to CEOs just like you who are making it happen. What's your next quantum leap going to be? See it, own it, and take that first step. If this is you, then Ursula wants to invite you to join us at the next 2X Intensive now. Go to salescoachnow.com slash apply. You're listening to Quantum Revenue Expansion with your host, Ursula Menchez. Let's go. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the Quantum Revenue Expansion Show, where we talk about how to make your annual income your monthly income. Today, I have, it's just going to be me. It's a solo show. We're going to be having a cup of coffee. We're going to be hanging out. And I'm going to be sharing one of my favorite stories that I've wanted to tell for a long time. I'm going to be sharing a story about rubber duckies, faith, and taking a quantum leap in your business. So if you never thought rubber duckies were an important part of business, you're going to find out today why they are. And I have some of my favorites here today that my clients have given me. And so before we get into that story, I just, I just want to say thank you for being a listener. I want to thank our listeners from all over the world. There's so many of you. We have so many new listeners, and I'm so grateful. Many corners of the earth have joined us, and you are welcome here. We're so glad that you're here. If you haven't yet and you want to leave us a review on iTunes or anywhere you're listening, leave a review and then come back to salescoachnow.com forward slash giveaway. Because when you leave us a review, we love to give you my book, One Great Goal, and we'll send a digital copy as, along with a digital, um, along with an audio that goes with it for you to listen along. Not actually to the book, but to the process of One Great Goal. So I'd love for you to have that. And also, if you go to salescoachnow.com forward slash gift, we also have a, um, a PDF for you, Six Secrets to Doubling Your Sales. It's easy to download, print it out, put it on your desk, and I guarantee it'll give you a boost. Finally, if you haven't played with us yet at the sales, at, um, <laughs> at sales camp, that's one. That's a new digital course, which is available on our website. And or if you haven't hung out at the 2X Intensive yet, we want to invite you. So here's how you know which course is for you. Digital sales camp is for you if you're under six figures in your business, right? Under 100,000. 
digital sales camp. You can take it anytime. It's on the website and we would love to have you come and play. If your business is over six figures and you're looking to scale this year, then the 2X intensive course is for you. The 2X intensive is about 2X, 3X, 10X in your, your revenue while shaving 10 or more hours off your work week. Doesn't that sound amazing? Um, one of our current clients, after taking the course, shaved 17 hours a week, 17 hours a week off her schedule. That's amazing, right? Can you imagine? what that did for her business so that she could take that time back and focus on the needle movers in her business. So our clients are just getting these amazing results and even better. You can take this course from anywhere in the world. So we'd love, love, love to have you again. If you want information about the sales, uh, oh, excuse me about the two X intensive, go to salescoachnow.com forward slash apply, send us your information and we'll get you all the details. All right, with that, I invite you to take out a piece of paper. You're going to want to take some notes today because, again, I'm talking about rubber duckies, faith, and taking a quantum leap in your business. And I have a story that I want to share with you. So, you know, if you're on the treadmill, be careful. If you're driving, be careful. If you're not, if you're sitting at home and you're listening to this or you're in some cozy place, maybe you're by a fireplace, you know, grab your favorite beverage, cup of tea, hot cup of coffee, whatever it might be, pen and paper, because I want you to take some notes. I want to see what shows up for you. And I have some of my favorite um, rubber duckies along for the ride today. And these are gifts from my clients who continue to inspire me on my journey. And so I hope today inspires you as well. Because here's the truth. Taking a journey in business as a CEO is a massive leap of faith. And it requires you to grow in ways that you never thought you were going to have to grow. I always say that having my own business is like being in the biggest personal development course I've ever been in. <laughs> Painful at times, right? And also amazing at other times and, you know, brings me so much joy. So what I will also say though, is if my why wasn't as big as it is, and my why is to, you know, to make an impact on millions on the planet that CEOs like you will believe that anything is possible, that you can create as much revenue as you want in your business. And when you make a lot of money, you can give it back to the organizations you care about and live a great life. And the more I get my message out, the more the domino effect can happen and the more people I can serve, right? So that's my why. And my why keeps me going when I wanna quit, right? So all of you, if you're here, you have a why. There's a reason you started your business. There's a reason you started your nonprofit. You have a fire in you that keeps you going. And so having faith is so important and also knowing how to manifest what you want to manifest your desires from that, from that place of faith is so important. And that's why today we're talking about rubber duckies, faith and taking a quantum leap in your, in your business, because I want to share one of my manifestation stories and I want to show you how it applies to business. And hopefully this rubber ducky story will, will, will really stick with you. So that when you see a rubber ducky or you think of one, you'll be reminded that taking a quantum leap in your business, manifesting whatever you want is possible. So I'm going to take you back in time to 2019. <laughs> Seems like a, such a long time ago, right? Having, having gone through the pandemic in 2020, time has kind of shifted for, for all of us, right? Worldwide. And so going back to 2019, um, I was at a speaking engagement in Wisconsin, a state in the U.S., 
And it's a state right next to Minnesota. Um, I don't assume that everybody knows where all these states are. I don't even know where some of the states are sometimes. I have to look at a map. Like, where is that state? I know where the states are right around me, though. So I was in Wisconsin and I was speaking at this, um, I was speaking at a conference. I did a keynote and it was in April, which is perfect because as you're listening to this, it's, it's April, spring in, in the Midwest. And in April, we usually, we, we don't get a lot of snowstorms, but we usually get one big one. Now my birthday is April 13th and this wasn't right on my birthday, but we've gotten a lot of snowstorms either on or around the middle of April. And so this was around that time frame. And so anyway, so I'm, I'm speaking at this event. It was an amazing event, had the best time. All these CEOs were in the room and we were talking and they were talking about growing their businesses and just, you know, doing my thing. And as the day was wrapping up, people kept coming up to me and, you know, we were chatting and many of them were saying, you know, um, where are you going next? Like, I hope you're going to stay for an extra day because you know, the, the blizzard is coming. Okay. I take a little drink of my coffee here. Even thinking about it makes me cold. And I said, um, yeah, yeah. You know, I heard the blizzard is coming, but I didn't know it was a blizzard. Like I knew a snowstorm was coming, but not a blizzard. And, oh no, it was going to be a blizzard. And I said, well, tomorrow at one o'clock, I'm speaking in San Diego, which is about a three hour flight. And, you know, um, not only is it a three hour flight, but I had to get from the small airport that I was at in Wisconsin to Chicago and then to San Diego. And they're like, everyone's like, you're not going to make it. You're not going to make it. All right. So here's, here's one of those moments that where I was faced with the, you can't do this in business. We're faced with that all the time, right? We're faced with um, tremendous challenges. We're faced with needing to manifest money so we can hire people and invest in other things. We're faced with so many challenges. Like if I had to write a list, it's unbelievable what CEOs do and how they keep going. I don't even know how we keep going, right? But the one thing I've learned is that when I'm clear on the goal, let's play pretend it's a revenue goal, right? When I'm clear on the revenue goal and it's aligned with me and it's aligned with my heart and it's aligned with making a difference in the world, I know it's going to happen. And I don't know how. I never know how things are going to happen. I don't know how. And usually it doesn't come together the way I thought it was going to. That's where the faith journey comes in, right? Anyway, all right. So in that moment, when everyone tell, is telling me I'm not going to make it to San Diego, I made a choice. I said, you know what? I am going to make it to San Diego. I am going to make it. I'm going to kiss the green grass of San Diego when I get there. I'm going to make it, and I'm going to make it in time for my speaking engagement at 1 p.m. Now, at the same time this was all happening, I was reading another book. I read so many books that, unfortunately, I can't even find the book I was reading. Now, if someone finds this book, you're going to tell me about it, or maybe you've read it. Inside the book, there is... Um, inside the book, it's a book about manifestation and, you know, quantum physics and, and creating what you want in your business and your life. Anyway, the author gave us a challenge. She said, I challenge you, not this one, but she said, I challenge you to manifest a rubber ducky. And she said, because I want you to practice your manifestation skills. I want you to, I want you to realize that the universe doesn't care. Big goal, little goal, doesn't care. But a lot of people can manifest a rubber ducky because it's it's just smaller and it's easier and, you know, whatever. 
So at that same time, parallel to this, you know, I'm reading this book, which was a great reminder. It was exactly what I needed, that you can manifest anything. And at the same time, I decided that I was going to get to San Diego. I said, not only am I going to get to San Diego, by the time I'm back in Minnesota, by the time I get back at the end of my trip, I'm going to manifest a rubber ducky, but not just any rubber ducky. I'm going to manifest a real rubber ducky, not a picture of a rubber ducky, not a rubber ducky on a wall, not a rubber ducky in a magazine, not a rubber ducky, not a rubber ducky when I get home because I know my son, my young son, Luca, has rubber duckies. No, I'm going to manifest a rubber ducky out of the ethos, whatever that might mean. Like it's just going to show up for me somewhere. And it's going to be a reminder that anything is possible. Okay. All right. So that's setting the stage. So back in that moment, I was getting to San Diego and I was going to manifest a rubber ducky by the time I got back to Minnesota. The afternoon, you know, keeps going. I can tell, like, you can feel the storm coming in. Like there's a lot of clouds. It hasn't started snowing yet. I look at the weather and it's bad. Like it looks, things are bad. Blizzard's coming. It's going to be like 13 inches, 13 inches shuts down airports. Right. So I'm like, what am I going to do? So I, I check out a I hotel and I get in the car and I start driving to Chicago. Cause I'm like, I just got to make this happen. I'm just going to drive to Chicago. It was like three hours to drive there and like 30 minutes to fly there. Right. Because I had a, um, I had a, uh, my first leg of my flight was to Chicago and then a connection Chicago to San Diego. So I'm in my car driving. I'm on the phone with United airlines, nothing wrong with United airlines. Let me tell you, they were doing the best that they could. The woman on the phone said though, she's like, you, you can't, your original destination is in Wisconsin. You can't change that and drive to Chicago and get on there. You have to change your flight. And she said, I'll tell you this. The second I change your flight, someone else is going to grab it because everybody else is trying to do what you're doing right now, trying to change their flights because the blizzard is coming. So I'm like, well, but, but you know, this is a situation. Can you just do it really quickly? And she said, no, you will lose your flight. Do you want to risk that? She said, your best bet is to go back to the origination airport, which where we have you flying out. And I said, yeah, but it's probably going to be shut down in the morning. I'm not going to make it. And she said, listen, that is the airport you need to fly out of drove back. I'm like, okay, fine. I'm like, I'm just going to have faith that I'm going to get there. I'm going to get to San Diego. I don't know how it's just going to happen. Drive back to my hotel in Wisconsin, go to bed, set my alarm for three in the morning. My flight is at seven in the morning. Okay. So I get up at three in the morning because I know it's going to be not a great drive to the airport. I mean, it's, it's probably a 15, it was like a 15 minute drive without snow. And I didn't know what it was going to be like. So I get up, I look outside snow is coming down. Like I've never seen it before. I mean, it is, it's not just like a blizzard. It looks like, you know, if the angels, so to speak, were dumping buckets of snow, that's what it looked like. <laughs> I was kind of horrified. And, and in that moment though, I said, no, I went back, you know, I was, I know what I know. I, I see myself in San Diego. I just know I'm going to get there. I know I really the know I'm going to get there. I go downstairs and I speak to the woman at the front desk and she's like, Oh, just to, she goes, I wouldn't go out in that. Like, don't go out in that. It's too dangerous. She said, um, it's, it's a mess out there. And a, a taxi driver who was outside, I think to pick someone else up to take the walks in. And he's like, he goes, just so you know, the, the freeways aren't even plowed. He goes, I'm supposed to take people to the airport and I'm not taking them. And I said, I hear you. And I kind of don't hear you. <laughs> I said, do you have a scraper that I could borrow? He said, no, I, I still remember this. And I'm like, really? So then part of me started to doubt. I'm like, well, maybe I'm not supposed to go to the airport. Maybe this is a sign. 
And um, I asked the woman at the front desk, I'm like, do you have a scraper or anything? And she's like, no, ma'am, sorry, we don't. I'm like, I'm in Wisconsin. Where are all the scrapers? I'm like, fine. I took my, I took my card from my um, hotel room, right? I go outside, I start my little car and I, I try to scrape it with my, um, my hotel card. And of course that's not, that's not working very well. And by that time I'm frustrated. I get in the car. I'm kind of dressed in spring clothes cause I'm going to San Diego. Right. And I, you know, wasn't planning for a blizzard. I sit in the car, it's warming up, but there's so much snow and ice. It had been an ice storm as well as packed. And I'm thinking, maybe I just need to go back inside. Maybe I need to let all of this go. Maybe the San Diego thing isn't supposed to happen. And I, I got really quiet and I just said, all right. And I was praying. I'm like, if I'm supposed to go, show me a sign. Two seconds later, I hear this, a knock on my window. I open up my car door because the, I don't even think the, I couldn't open my window. It was frozen shut. <laughs> so I open my car door and I peek out and there's this young man standing out there and he, he, um, he's like kind of covered, you know, in snow and he's, he looks cold and he, he, he's holding a scraper and he says to me, he goes, looks like you could use this. I was like, oh my gosh, yes. Like no one else seemed to have a scraper. I definitely need that scraper. And I said, I'll scrape it off really quickly and I'll bring it back inside and let me know where you want me to leave it. I can leave it at the front desk. He goes, no, take it with you. You might need it. He said, if you're going to the airport, he didn't know where I was going. He goes, if you're going to the airport, you might need it along the way. And he goes, I just got off the roads. He's like, you can get to the airport. You should be fine. I said, yeah, but nothing's been plowed. He goes, yeah, but there's cars out there. They're paving the way. <laughs> this is a true Wisconsinite, right? <laughs> like, you'll be fine. Here's my scraper. Take it. God bless that kid. Leaves me. I'm like, all right, I'm going to do this. So I scraped my car off, got on the road. What should have taken me 15 minutes took me an hour and a half. I'll tell you when I got on the freeway, I was, I had moments of what was I thinking? But you know, everyone was going like 10 miles an hour or 20 miles an hour. So it didn't matter. We were all going the same speed. And there were, there were tracks from other vehicles. And pretty quickly, um, I wasn't even going that fast, but I caught up to a semi in front of me. And what was great is the semi was like plowing even more snow, right? And lighting the way. There were things I couldn't see, but I could see the semi in front of me. And I knew that that semi, whoever was driving it, could see really high and could see what was in front of them. And then a semi comes up behind me very carefully, didn't scare me, but the lights from the semi helped me see as well. So here I am sandwiched between two semis, which doesn't sound great until you realize we're only going about 20 miles an hour and they're just lighting the way for me. And I thought, wow, like this is, I felt like I had an escort to the airport, right? Get to the airport and I'm thinking, this plane's probably not going to, this plane is not going to take off, right? This plane can't take off. This plane, there's no way this plane is going to take off. There's people at the airport hardcore Wisconsinites, right? Like Wisconsin people, tough people get there. Like there's it's, like, there's people there. And, um, I think some of them took snowmobiles, literally. I don't know how they all got there. I think there were snowmobiles parked outside. I go inside, I check in, check my luggage and I, I go to the counter and this woman's like, just so you know, and I'm like, Oh, here it comes. She's like, just so you know, the plane's probably not going to take off. We will probably board you, but I just, you know, she goes, just so you don't, you're not disappointed. Probably this, most likely this plane's not going to take off. I mean, not in this weather. I go grab a cup of coffee. There was somebody there selling coffee. I'm like, oh, how wonderful. Which reminds me, let me have a, have a sip of our beverages together. So this woman gives me a cup of coffee and 
you know, I'm, I'm listening and they call our flight to board. So I go over there and um, I get on the plane and I sit down and I think, oh my gosh, like I'm on the plane. Like, this is good, right? Like we're, we're making progress. I'm on the plane. Like this, this, hopefully we're going somewhere. And so <laughs> we're sitting on there for about five minutes. And then I see, you know, everyone's on that's there. Not a lot of people made it. And the pilots get on and one of the pilots gets on and he says, um, you know, welcoming us. And he said, just so you know, we're not going to, we're not going to take off. Like, I'm not even sure why they boarded us. We can't take off in weather like this. We would need, you know, um, you know, we would need the snow to stop. We would need all these things. Next to me is a gentleman, like there's not a lot of people on the plane, but there's someone seated next to me. And we kind of just start chatting and um, just a really kind person. And he looks at me and he's like, are you nervous? And I go, no, no, I'm not. Well, okay. I'm a little nervous, but I, you know, I don't know. They keep saying they're going to take off. And he looked at me and he's like, this plane is going to take off. This plane is going to make it to Chicago and you're going to make it wherever you need to go today. I get a little choked up when I think about it because, um, it reminded me about, it reminded me of the people who show up for us on our journeys. And I don't know who this guy was. Like, I really think, sometimes I think, was this an angel? Like, I don't know. I mean, he just sat next to me and pretty soon I could tell he closed his eyes and he was praying. He was praying next to me and then he opened his eyes and he said, he said, you know, just so you know, um, we only need 10 minutes of clear air or for the snow to stop for 10 minutes and this plane will take off. And he said, I just, I just prayed about that. And I'm like, well, fantastic. Right. A few minutes later, probably 10, the pilot comes on again. He says, you're never going to believe this, but we've been cleared for takeoff. We had 10 minutes of the snow stopping enough that they said we were fine for takeoff. He said, I think we're the only plane that's going to be taking off out of here and we're cleared. I still get goosebumps when I talk about this. The guy next to me looked at me and smiled and he's like, you're going to make it wherever you're going today. You're going to get there. Don't worry. You're going to make it. And he said, not only that, but your plane is going to be delayed in Chicago so that you'll, even though we're running late here, you'll make that flight. This guy was just a, a gem, just, a, I don't even know. I don't, I don't, um, I don't know. I, I got his name in a card. I could never find his information after that. And who he was, I still to this day don't, I'm not really sure. What happened was though, we landed in Chicago. We were, we were late. My plane should have taken off. It didn't, it was delayed 30 minutes and it wasn't delayed by the weather. It wasn't snowing in Chicago. It wasn't even raining. It was beautiful weather in Chicago. And it just had been delayed for other reasons, not because of our flight. We had like three people on the flight. It wasn't us, right? I don't know. So I, I don't, I don't know why, but I got to Chicago and I remember just like, I was almost crying. I'm like, wow, we made it. And remember, um, I'm still looking for rubber duckies. I have seen none at this point. I land in San Diego and I deliver um, the keynote that I did there and still looking for rubber duckies. I, I'm not seeing any, but I remember getting to San Diego though and you know, kissing the green grass and thinking, this is a miracle. Like we have miracles that happen all the time and we don't even recognize them, right? We don't think of them as miracles, but to me, that was a total miracle. And that whole trip, I felt so, I guess you would say divinely guided. I felt um, so taken care of. I felt so supported. And 
it was a reminder and it, it felt like this metaphor. And I knew I was supposed to tell the story because it's exactly what happens in our business, right? Like we set the goal and obstacles show up. But if you're paying attention, the how will still happen. People will show up to help you. Miracles will happen all the time when you let them. And I was a state, in a state of allowing those miracles to happen. I fly back to Minnesota. And this is kind of funny. I land at the Minneapolis airport. And I've never noticed this before. And that's what happens. This is your reticular activating system, that part of your brain that when you're looking for something, you start to see it, right? And, and that's what happens in business, too. When you set a big goal, you start to see the evidence that that goal is coming to fruition. You start to see that the way is starting to unfold. So I land in Minneapolis and there's this big sign with these huge yellow rubber duckies on there. And Minneapolis had won, you know, best airport of the year for several years in a row. And for whatever reason, they had rubber duckies as like, you know, the, um, on, on there as art as part of the, the win. And I didn't get the whole meaning. I'm sure there was some special meaning, but I just laughed because I'm like, oh my gosh, look at the rubber duckies. And they were massive. But I said to myself, I said, no, no, that is not exactly what I asked for. I said I was going to manifest a real rubber ducky, a real rubber ducky. So that's what I'm holding to. Because often when we set a goal, a quantum revenue goal, we'll get close or we'll think it's, you know, close, we'll do the it's close enough game. It's good enough. It's close enough. It's enough. And the truth is it's not. I want you to hold out for what you really want. I want you to hold out for that quantum revenue goal, the one that you've chosen, the one that you really desire, the one that's your rubber ducky, not just close enough, not good. Good enough isn't good enough for you. I want you to step into what you really want and what you're really asking for. If you want a million dollar business, claim it. Ask for it because it's possible. There are miracles happening all the time around you. I called my husband on the way home and I said, hey, what are we going to do for dinner? Right? That's what spouses say to each other. What's the dinner plan? And he said, you know, um, Luca, our son, wants to go to Buffalo Wild Wings. And we talked about, there's several different Buffalo Wild Wings locations around it. So we talked about different ones. And so finally we settled on the one that was closest to us, just was easier. And remember, I'm still thinking about the rubber ducky. So we get to the Buffalo Wild Wings restaurant and we sit down and my son, Luca, asks for some dollar bills because there's a game to play. And so he takes these dollar bills, runs over there to the, um, to the machine. And I'm not, I'm not really paying attention because Tim and I are talking, we're catching up. And, you know, it, the funny part is I'm telling him, I'm telling him about the rubber ducky story. And I'm, by that time, I'm frustrated. Like there, there was no rubber ducky. I wanted it before I got back to Minnesota or by the time I got back to Minnesota, right? And I hadn't manifested the rubber ducky. And I was feeling a little frustrated. And I think Tim was kind of laughing. <laughs> like, really? Like, don't get upset about that. I'm like, no, like I set the intention. I set it. A minute later, Luca comes running back. Now remember I gave him $3 to play a game. He comes back with three rubber duckies, not these three, three other ones, three rubber duckies, and he puts them on the table. And I look at Tim and I look at Luca and I look at Tim and Tim's like, I don't know. I go, Luca, where did you get these? He said, oh, the, the machine <laughs> is full of rubber duckies. What? I go over there. And this machine is literally filled with thousands of rubber duckies. And at the top, it says, winner every time. Winner every time. And I thought, okay, it happened. And, 
it reminded me in that moment that when you hold to the goal, when you hold to the vision of what you want to create, it's right there for you. It is right there for you. And I want to invite you, I want to invite you to listen to this, this episode, whenever you feel out of sorts or that miracles aren't possible or that you can't manifest what you really want because you absolutely can. There is nothing, nothing that can get in your way when you are clear on your desire and you've made the decision that you are all in. And so to review, this is my manifestation process. Number one, you have to choose it. You got to decide what you want. You got to be clear, be clear about it and you got to get all in. Two, you start to look for the evidence along the way. You think about my story, how I saw the evidence. I didn't give up. I did not give up. There was evidence that I was going to make it to San Diego, that manifestation, right? There was, there were people who showed up along the way to support me. And then with the rubber ducky, there were signs that they were coming and I didn't, I didn't give up on that. And then you have to keep the faith and you have to keep going no matter what, no matter what the obstacles, if you really want something, you cannot quit. Napoleon Hill in his book, Think and Grow Rich said, we're often three feet from gold when we give up in this moment, you are three feet from gold. And I just want to encourage you to keep going, keep doing it, do whatever it takes to make it happen. Awesome. Thanks for hanging out with me today. Cheers. I'd love to have you come and hang out with us at the next 2X Intensive. You can go to salescoachnow.com forward slash apply, send us your information. We'll get you all the details. And that's it for now, guys. We'll see you next week. Thank you for joining us today. And if you are ready to make your next quantum leap, let's do it. Ursula invites you to join us at the 2X Intensive. Go to salescoachnow.com slash apply. Don't forget to leave us a review on your favorite podcast app.